I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, we travel in time to colonial Tamil Nadu and discover the story of how the state went from hating to loving coffee. One can write a whole Puranam on coffee. This is a line from 1967 book Kudagu by A.K. Chettiyar. Or consider this: to go without my morning cup of coffee is like the world in an acute economic crisis. This one is from a 1934 essay Shinna Vishiam by Mani Kodi by Pudumai Pittan. On the surface, there is nothing striking about these statements. Tamil Nadu absolutely adores filter coffee. It can be found in every home, office, and street corner. And rightly so, as a North Indian migrant to Chennai earlier and now Bangalore, I cannot go without my daily ritual of filter coffee. But what if I told you that coffee was once viscerally hated in Tamil Nadu? No, I'm not talking about an isolated rant. Sample this from Stree Dharma, the organ of the Women's Indian Association. These days, enemies like tea and coffee have entered all homes, wreaking havoc. They are not food. They seem to stimulate cheer for a little while while drinking, but gradually subvert the vitality of the digestive organs. And when the body is weak, create all sorts of unknown diseases. Or consider this from Marai Malai Adigal, the father of the pure Tamil movement. In the last few years, some obnoxious stuff has emerged as eatables. coffee tea cocoa and liquor many people have begun to consume the decoction of coffee tea or cocoa four times a day in the morning at noon in the evening and at night even the country folk who never knew this drink have learned to drink these beverages and now proclaim that they cannot live without them this is a story of how tamil nadu went from hating to loving coffee in india coffee originated in modern day karnataka for a detailed history of coffee in india Check out episode 133, a 400-year-old curse, coffee, and Indian Chinese food. Coffee started out as a European drink, and most of what was produced in plantations in India was exported to London. The first problem coffee came up was against Tamil traditionalists. Their primary accusation was that coffee was an attack on the Tamil way of life. In the countryside, coffee began to gradually displace neer agaram, made by fermenting water drained after cooking rice. and adding water and salt to taste its demise was lamented by cultural intellectuals in a 1914 chapbook titled england kapikum indian palayathukum neyanda sandai chennad it accused coffee of marginalizing curd and buttermilk even the poor the lower caste and the plantation workers stopped taking neer agaram and demanded coffee instead it was accused of causing every conceivable malady from diabetes to constipation critics without any basis went on to blame infant mortality on coffee 
फिल्टर कॉफी वॉज डीम्ड मोर अडिक्टिव देन बियर एंड एरक फंडामेंटलिस्ट गांधीन्स हैड इवन क्रिश्चियन रिट कुटिकल और द जूनियर लिकअप कॉफी वॉज इंग्लिश एंड नीर आगरूम कॉन्जी पड़े अदर फॉर ऑल इंडियन The adoption of coffee by Tamil folk was not merely a change of food habits. It was a cultural war. It was seen as the corruption of the pristine Tamil countryside. It was seen as the misdirection of simple folk by western modernity. It was especially seen as ruining women. There were claims that emasculated by coffee drinking, young women are unable to suckle their children breast milk and instead feed them with bottled milk. The father of the pure Tamil movement Marai Malai Adigal Jude people who claim accomplishment in education wealth and culture have begun to see the consumption of beverages throughout the day as both indispensable and a matter of pride and therein lay the secret of its success coffee was becoming a cultural marker which distinguished the high and the low the emerging tamil middle class could no longer ignore this cultural artifact they were already making rapid strides economically and socially english education jobs in the colonial government and even the arts this was around the time cinema was emerging as a form of mass entertainment and was adopted wholeheartedly coffee too was swept into this deluge of change and it entered the household through an act of service which tamil nadu and india embrace and espouse wholeheartedly hospitality coffee was advertised as an ideal drink for guests one advertisement showed a woman reclining on a chair with pride written all over her face She has served Narasu's coffee to her guests. She's sure they have loved it. The chronicler of the common man, R.K. Narayan of Malguri Days fame quipped, "A middle-class South Indian cannot feel he has acquitted himself in his worldly existence properly unless he is able to ask any visitor who may drop in, 'Will you have coffee?'" In the fictional writings of the 1930s and 40s, one can find a number of instances of coffee being offered to guests. In the Tamil classic Kadavulum Kandasami Pillayam when Lord Sivan visits the earth and meets Kandasami Pillai at the intersection of Esplanade and Broadway in Madras the latter instinctively leads Lord Sivan to a nearby coffee hotel so important did coffee become that the darkest condemnation of a family would be to utter their coffee is awful but even within coffee adoption there were differences driven by caste the widespread use of metal tumblers with rims which is considered the standard of coffee drinking in south india today was a tamil brahmin invention it enabled the drinking of coffee without sipping the tumbler it facilitated the balancing of hospitality and avoiding ritual pollution coffee drinking was legitimate even where caste restrictions came in the way of eating food the brahminical obsession with purity gave rise to another cultural artifact degree coffee Good coffee could only be made with cow's milk. R.K. Narayanan emphatically declared that only pure milk, untampered and taken straight from the cow, could be a true coffee component. Making coffee with buffalo's milk was a sign of cultural and moral degradation. Even today, in Tanjavur and Kumbakonam, coffee made from cow's milk is called degree coffee. But even after the acceptance of coffee, the debate which raged was the one around what tamilians are most proud of the language as tamil nadu modernized a question came to the fore how does tamil incorporate foreign words should they be taken as is or should they be tamilized should the word be coffee or kaapi the debate remains unsettled 
but what remains settled is the Tamilian love for coffee. The incorporation of filter coffee in Tamil culture is just about 100 years old. So we must remember that what we cherish as cultural heritage is often borrowed, adapted, modified and absorbed. Worrying about the origins of food and its pureness and legitimacy is as pointless as debating if this marvelous beverage should be called coffee or coffee. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can listen to us on the IBM podcast app or ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IBM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memory on Twitter and YV Travel 42 on Instagram.